0: Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of The Todd Talks, your morning dose of whatever I want to talk about, delivered as is, without any edits. It's Wednesday here in New York. It's been a few weeks now since the last episode. I think it was early July. A lot of moving pieces since then. Definitely have some great uh, podcast ideas, episodes coming out in the next week. I'm going to have to hold myself to that, but... Yeah, a lot of moving pieces, probably we'll get into that either in this episode or in uh, a future episode that's soon to be released, but today I want to focus on the idea of just experimentation, alchemy, chemistry, not too much on the chemistry side, but more on the just trying new things side. Definitely brought this up a little bit in previous episodes about I do like trying new things, I like to embrace change you know, inhabit those characteristics of being like, does this work for me? Does this not work for me? Why doesn't it work for me? Finding the right thing. And the reason why this is top of mind is about a couple weeks ago uh, at work, and at work I mean at Google, I helped facilitate a applied empathy leadership session. I also, I think I've mentioned applied empathy before, but it is this... I guess, practice or methodology that was developed by this strategy consulting firm called Sabrosa. CEO is Michael Ventura. There is a podcast with the same name. That book that is mentioned, I applied empathy was released in May. I ended up reading it in June after listening to an ask Gary V show where Michael Ventura was the guest that was being interviewed and questioned. And in The book, it talks about these seven business empaths, you know, and how you can unlock them to really understand yourself and others. And, you know, you can have a little bit of all of them, but you tend to have certain traits more than others. I'll just quickly go through them and really explain why The Alchemist I strongly relate to. So the seven are, quickly, The sage, inquirer, convener, alchemist, confidant, seeker, and cultivator. I'll quickly go through each one of those and what that means. So, sage, someone who's like present, someone who really inhabits the here and now, um, you know, like helps bring people back to their ideas in the here and now. I'm not sure if I'm the best at that, but maybe you are. Inquirer, someone who really questions assumed truths. Really, I would say the a good connector here would be the the people that do the five whys, right? So you know we're trying to uncover like the root of a problem or the root of uh, an understanding. You ask why, 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 why. Typically, after five whys, you get to the real reason. And it's like, oh, like why do you have why do you have your hair short? Because I don't know, it's cooler in the summer. Okay, you know whatever. And going down that path, um, convener. Host someone who does anticipate the needs of others kind of sometimes have this these qual like I think I am a good host generally, but sometimes I don't know, I don't think I'm necessarily the best at in a business setting, like oh, like does this space look good or you know, I don't necessarily have that eye all the time. Alchemist, experimenter, again i I'm gonna focus only on this one because I think this is really true to me and unlocking this understanding has been very beneficial to me this this month really understand like oh this is how i operate but yeah someone who tests and learns at all costs never afraid to fail for knowledge um confident that like work only comes from countless hours experimentation definitely done this a lot throughout my work and throughout my life i always curious persistent patient uh but yeah i'll get into that more in the minute then we have Confidant, someone who listens observes absorbs does not necessarily talk it's kind of someone who can be trusted um, again I think I have some of this not necessarily all the time in business but I think I can be very good at listening um, obviously I think it could be hard cause sometimes you do want to give a response but I think you know I think everyone has a little bit of this but I don't again it's not a my necessarily my strongest suit of them all seeker someone who's confident fearless Uh, Someone who's always goes on new adventures, lives outside comfort zone. I definitely have parts of this as a result of my, um, I guess, affiliation towards experimenting, trying new things. But I don't think I would be, you know, on the extreme edge of being a dare or seeker. Uh, Mainly because like not like a lot of new adventure does excite me. I think it's interesting, but not necessarily uh, all the time and then lastly the cultivator someone who uh intentionally helps you grow and nurture you uh, really committed to helping you develop your ideas i think there are definitely a lot of people i know that are like this and i think i work well with people who are cultivators again a little bit of it not necessarily my strong suit so alchemy why do i care try new things um again i think i've talked about like how i've tried new things and going through Different, like, experimentations, how this podcast is in and of itself is just in its own experience and trying it. Uh, I think, you know, for example, uh, working out and how I've changed my workouts and how I've experimented with my workouts, how that's been going. So at this point now, uh, like in July, I had to make some changes. So during the week, I only work out Wednesdays and Thursdays. And I do back-to-back classes. So Wednesdays, today, would be boxing and then a metabolic challenge. Thursdays would be boxing with a different instructor and then a kettlebells class. And then follow that up with Saturday-Sunday workouts, both those being in the mornings, uh, which is, again, that's been really going really well for me, being able to you know have something to look forward to in the morning, work out, then have the rest of the day to really do whatever I want. Also, then that's limited my... Uh, want to go out super late on Fridays and Saturdays as well as just you know just keep it cool keep it calm act like Friday and Saturdays just like any other day executing efficiently throughout the day even on weekends obviously I spend some time doing maybe different things but at the end of the day still growing and trying um getting different things on the weekends not just always sticking to the same thing over and over um, let's see. So, yeah. So, that's been going well, those workout changes. Something that I've really been doing, I didn't realize I was doing this, but I've been reading, or not necessarily reading, but listening to a book once a week. So, even in the month of July, I've been just going through, uh, I feel like I kind of go through, like, author by author. Like, in May, I went through, or April to early June, I went through Gary Vee and all of his books, got that all done all five in the month and a half. And then I was, kind of, I was kind of like sporadic in June. Like I did, as I said, I did uh, Michael Ventura's Blind Empathy. Um, I, did some, I don't even remember some random other books. Not a lot. I think June I scaled back, maybe only two, three total. July, starting the day before 4th of July, I've just been going after uh, at least one book a week. So I've already done four. Uh, these are all by Robert Greene. He's most known for The 48 Laws of Power currently on uh his fourth book which is the 50th law which was co-authored by 50 cent i'll probably get into some of those co- like concepts in future episodes uh especially there's a quote by 50 cent Kurdish accent I like called turning shit into sugar or you know the, the i guess the euphemism for that would be turning lemons into lemonade but i really do like shit into sugar better because i think that it is a more potent statement and obviously a stronger statement but again, I'll get into that in a minute, or not in a minute, but in a future episode. But um, yeah, so that, and then the other really cool thing I've been trying out is this uh, app called Focus at Will. I only really picked this up about a week ago because of a coworker that just talked about it. And basically, it's a music subscription service. It's $9.99 a month, or you can pay for like unlimited, or an unlimited license, or you know, a lifetime license. That can be done. I think it's almost like 250 almost 300 whatever, higher price point, of course. And what's great about it is, you know, as I said before, I love music. I love consuming music, producing music. This Friday I'm actually going to another music festival, Panorama, excited about. But what's cool about this music is, it, is that it's like manipulated a little bit, so it kind of takes out distracting elements, and it helps you, I guess, focus better. I mean, the, it claims to make you four times more focused and productive, definitely has made a positive effect. I think more than just like the placebo, I think it's actually been doing a great effect. Like Every time i start listening to it, I do feel more focused and I'm able to like, kind of like tune out distractions or want to distract and like try different things, you know, try like, oh, like I'm gonna avoid doing this and try this or like, oh God, do this, you know, whatever, whenever my mind's going a million miles per second. So yeah, that's all been going. And then lastly, what I've been trying out is just new apps. You know, just in order to make sure that I'm always on the new latest trends, just experimenting with them uh, I actually now have a calendar reminder to check once a week you know the the Android Play Store, see what's going on on top free apps so for example, on Monday, I downloaded musically um, not if you haven't familiar with it, it's like a free app where people. Kind of just like put out videos, best way to describe it, and then you can kind of like discover through hashtags, and this is like you can follow people that way, and it's just like video based, nothing else. Wasn't necessarily for me. Like I tried it, went around a little bit, didn't create any content on it. Just trying to see like, oh, is it something I care about? But again, it makes sense to don't because video consumption. I actually don't consume as much video as I used to. Uh, that really dropped off. And now consume mostly audio um, whether it be audiobooks or podcasts or speeches or whatever it may be or music it's always audio let's say yeah video consumption is down to like under 10 percent so that particular platform wasn't for me um yeah i don't I think, I, think, I think the only thing that does help with in terms of audio background, for example, I love that YouTube can play in the background. So there's obviously a lot of things that are on YouTube that are not on other audio forums. For example, last Friday, I didn't go out. said I actually listened to Obama's uh, Nelson Mandela Day speech. I think he gave that a week and a half ago in South Africa and I was able to do it off, I was in my room, so I was able to do audio mirroring from my phone to my Google Home and just listen to the speech that way. Uh, wasn't actually looking at it. I could, you know, I could have taken my laptop and looked at it, but it's just like, you know, it's, I don't know why, it's just like, I don't need that. i rather just listen to it and then allow my head to kind of see like what's going on um, and then, like help interpret it and help me like synthesize it and process it. That way also helps me, like, I can do other things, right? Like, oh, I need to organize my room while listening, or I need to, I don't know. I do a lot of organization. I'm constantly organizing my room. I'm constantly. Ch- I think that's another big experimenting that I do. I'm constantly like, rearranging and saying, like, oh, does this work? Or, like, you know, trying this for a few days. Um, again, I think the biggest reason why I keep that, it's always about optimization, I'm trying to optimize my time, optimize my life. And I figure out what works and doesn't work by trying these different things. So... Yeah, really wanted to talk about these uh, empaths focusing on the one that I relate the most with, which is the alchemist, the person who experiments. Um, yeah, so I think that's it for now. As I said, I have a few more episodes uh, coming down. Definitely want to debrief more about um, mindset and love of fate, talking about like uh, there's a um, there's a new framework that I've been thinking about and developing called the three P's um, or just think relating more to, again, I'll talk more about that in that episode. Um, but yeah, that's it for today. I hope you go out there, crush it, and I'll talk to y'all soon. Bye.